0: Hello, hello, hello! Thank you so much for listening to the hashtag Create Your Earth Life podcast with myself, your host, Janessa Staples, and today we have a guest on. Her name is Vanessa. She has a podcast as well called Chat with Nessa. Invest in Future, and she knows everything about investing your money, uh, anything financial she knows, and she's a Christian, and I have a great time talking with her, and I hope you guys enjoy. God bless you. All right, we're recording. Would you like to introduce yourself?
1: Yeah, this is Vanessa Gilbert from the state of Maryland, and I'm happy to be with you today on your fabulous podcast.
0: Good, good. I'm excited to have you. So, you, how long have you been a Christian for?
1: Oh, since I was 16 years old. And if I tell you the number of years, I would be telling my age. For <laughs> over 30 years, for over 30, I got saved when I was 16 years old.
0: Is there a story around that? Yes. My mom actually was very, very
1: sick. Um, she had gotten uh, meningitis and almost passed away. But my father's sister was already a born again Christian. And she flew in from Denver when she was living there to D.C. where we lived. And she prayed for her. She'd been praying for her for a long, many years. And she led her to the Lord in the hospital. My mom was hospitalized and near death because of meningitis. So she actually uh, prayed for her, the prayer of salvation. My mom got saved at 36. I was 16. My dad was 44. My brother was 12. We all got saved within that two-week time span. So my mom had been sick for years before that with arthritis, but she got meningitis and that as her letter to the Lord by her sister-in-law.
0: Wow. That's amazing. So she was just praying and you saw what was going on and that like influenced you to be saved or? Yes.
1: My mom got saved because she, she was 36. So she had stopped smoking. She got into the word. We started going to evangel church, which was a three block walk from my house. My mom started attending the, the prayer services and the, and, um, the ministry there. And then about two months later, I got saved. My brother and I got saved. We were we on the altar call for Christ at the church. And we all started going at the same time. My dad got saved. I can't tell you within that, within that two or three month period, my mom's life had totally changed within the first month. I saw so many changes and we started going to church with her first and then about a month or two later, we we, you know, accepted
0: Christ. Yeah, that's amazing. Do you have any advice for newborn Christians?
1: Oh my gosh! Fellowship, fellowship, fellowship. Be in a word and get a, get in a church. The fellowship is everything. Because I went to because I was only sixteen, they had youth night, so they had a youth ministry. And if you're a young Christian, as a teenager, millennial, I would say get involved with the youth ministry. It really helped out a lot having the word and be fellowshipping with other christians and find yourself a pastor in a church home i think that's very important um and then just stay in the word because again i got saved at an early age and i have a full testimony of the years that followed but just you know once saved not always saved you have to stay in the word of god you have to you know have a prayer life but you can do that with the help of fellowship and other christians that are in the word so that would be my advice have a find yourself a pray for a great church home, a prayer partner. My mom got involved with intercessory prayer. She got in ministry a couple of years later, but it really was important, the foundation of having the fellowship of people in your age group, especially.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It reminds me of um, like, kind of like when Jesus talks about what kind of seed you want to sow, like, do you want to, you know, have a seed that just goes on like the hard ground where it sprouts right away, but then you kind of like, you know, it doesn't go anywhere or in the prickly areas where you're growing, but at the same time, you're getting distracted by material things or in the good soil where you're going to have faith from the beginning and it's going to grow and you'll have salvation and you'll stay in the word and you'll have Christian friends that you can rely on. Um, I love that.
1: Yes. Yeah. And as a teenager, it was really Tough. I was really gun ho. I went to school the day after I got saved and was just preaching to everybody, else, oh, come to you know, you got to get saved." I, you know, I felt the change in my life instantly, and I invited a lot of um, my high school friends to the church services. because every Friday night was youth youth night, and so it. Then as, as I aged and went to college, I always made sure so I found a. youth ministry on campus. I went to American University first in D.C. I made sure I stayed involved. And what's funny is I got involved with music earlier in life before I got saved, but I continued that and always found other Christian groups or ministry music groups that I can, you know, stay involved with the word and find something in the word and find your, you know, God says your gift will make room for you. He will start to let you know what your gifts are and develop those gifts. And so I may say, I stayed involved on campus ministries, even in American university before I went to Oral Roberts so just ministry is important because I know what it's like when you fall away you hang with the wrong people and high school has its temptations like anything else and so you're a Christian and you're saved don't mean you're not going to be tempted right Jesus was tempted so just making sure I always had uh surrounding myself with like-minded people and those friends who weren't saved I I try to lead them to the Lord and you know I used the ministry to do that the youth night to do that and in college we had youth night I think fellowship is key because as you, I've been saved over 30 something years now. So as you, a, you go through things in your life, you have to still stay connected. In the times I was not connected is when I fell away from Christ. I backslid, came back to the Lord. So it's very important to stay connected to like-minded Christians and stay in the word. You of know the word and fellowship, that's when the temptation can take over your life.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and especially if you are trying to get advice um, about something, then it's going to be way different if you ask a Christian advice as to someone that is uh, more worldly. You know, more worldly people might be like, "Oh, like you shouldn't even be thinking about that. That's not even a problem," or you know, whatever. And a Christian would say, "Well, you know, the Word of God says," and so yeah, it's very important to have some Christian friends that you can rely on and chat with and get get closer to God with.
1: Yes, I do agree. Um, and you know, what's really cool is knowing when you fall away from Christ that, you know, he, com- he's always there with you. I want to, period of my time, I got married. And I'm the person God said not to marry <laughs> right after college. So God taking me through that period of, I was disobedient. You know, you hear the Lord, the Holy Spirit Jesus tell you, don't do this. I sat through premarital counseling at church and everything for a year and still married the, the person God said, no, don't do that. And exactly what the minister said to me would happen if I disobeyed happened. And so I got divorced at 28 after five years of marriage. And after learning how to, be with Christ and Christ only and have him heal me through all of the things I went through. But then the disobedience, you read what you saw, led to that period in my life where I went real through a lot of struggles at 28 to 32 years old for four years. Didn't see my family a lot. Fell away from the church, fell away from the word. And now, knowing that I can actually No, and and minister to other young women because I've been through the period of disobedience, uh, a marriage that was not of God, should never have happened. But yet to know that Jesus was there the whole time and took and delivered me through that and, and I came back to the word of God at 32. So for four years of my life, I was totally backslid, out of the church, not in the word, didn't see my family for two years, but to know that God can bring me through all of that and use what my trial and tribulation, even my disobedience for a testimony years later to reach other women to know that you know, you're whole in Christ as you are. You don't have to be disobedient. You don't have to get married to anybody. You don't even have to date anybody to be whole because you are whole in Christ and that was my biggest lesson I had to learn coming out of college coming into that marriage knowing actually looking back that I was never in love with the person just got married because I was lonely at that period of my life coming out of school the person always liked me for years we used to go to youth group together for 10 like years before when I first got saved and knowing that disobedience, the Lord is always there. He said, I'll be with you, you know, at all times I will leave you or forsake you. And that's the biggest lesson I learned that God was always there just waiting for me to come back and fellowship with him. And that, and I got delivered from a lot of different emotional pains and hurts by coming back to the Lord and sitting in ministry. And then being content to be just a Christian, a single woman had to be a revelation of my life so that I could be whole in him, and years later, I met my soulmate, I met the right person. Years later, so I remarried 12 years ago, been with my spouse for 17 years, but that didn't happen until I became content in Christ and discontent with being single and whole and getting back in the word and singles ministry was at a, the church I had rejoined, getting in the word, being consistent, not falling into the wrong crowd, not backslide. You backslide and get away when you hang with the wrong people. You know, Um. so that, going through all of that early in my late 20s, early thirties really has made me the person I am today to minister to other people, that there is hope. Even when you feel hopeless, God is never going to leave you or forsake you. That word is so true. And then learning all of that has really been life changing years later in my life. I don't say the second part, but you know, i <laughs> over a certain age. So you do still have a ministry to use all the testimonies. I mean, all the trials and tribulations as a testimony to help other people.
0: Yeah, yeah, your experience is able is going to be able to help others and is helping others and then also that just shows um the enemy the enemy loves when you're lonely. He like, mm-hmm. at, I've had that experience where I've been lonely. And this was before I came to Christ, but because I was feeling so lonely at the time and I did feel like something was missing, which I truly believe was Jesus. Because once I had him in my life, I felt fulfilled and um, I didn't feel like anything was missing after being with him and meeting him and everything um, and getting to know him through the Bible. And But there have been times in the past where I was so lonely and I ended up in relationships with people that were just so not good for me, not good for my family, toxic, Um, and the enemy just, he will eat that all up.
1: Yes, that's what happened to me. What happened is I was, uh, uh, my husband, who I wasn't supposed to marry when I married at 23, he was the one God said not marry. Exactly, it was a prophetic word given to me at 22, 21. When we were pre marital counseling that, you know, the enemy will try to kill you during your marriage if you marry. And this is not who you're supposed to be with. <laughs> and married him anyway. And I'm not laughing, but it's just looking back 30 years thinking. Uh, God is always going to give you a warning you're going to know in your spirit when you're doing something that's going against the Holy Spirit you will know and I you know you reap what you sow is so true so I reaped a lot of pain and a lot of things I went through abusively not physically but emotional abuse and God had to heal me from all of that but I was still rebellious even coming out of the marriage so it took me three or four years to totally totally 100% get back I got in the word but I wasn't 100% 100% I found that I was some kind God after my divorce even though I was the one who wanted to, out of the marriage God let me out of the marriage he said you got to look at yourself and I got to heal you from all these hurts and only the word of God was able to is able to heal you so I had to really humble myself and come back to God personal relationship had to be rebuilt it was always there but God is always just waiting for you he's always there he said I'll never leave you forsake you he's always there waiting for us we're the ones who are out of position, right, so to get back in alignment, and so I find that is so true, but that that loneliness can happen at any stage of your life. um, there are women who are over forty, never married that I tend to minister to, who've always been single, and they're Christians, they're saved, they're born again. And they're single. But yet, I said, you're always looking around trying to date somebody. You're not content in Christ when you're looking and you're actively trying to pursue a relationship. You know, you just have to be content. And I and I had to go through five years of a bad marriage to learn how to be content 100% in Christ. I was really content to 21. And when that person came back in my life after college graduation, that's when... That's when the toxicity of that person and that person I thought was saved was really not. And that's another thing. That's a whole nother thing. People can say they go to church, raise their hands, praise God and all of that and not really be the right person, not even be really in Christ. And that's what sort of misled me. And that's what the Holy Spirit was trying to warn me about.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I, I've experienced that too. I've found that it really does matter what your works are because I've dated two people that have said, oh yeah, I'm a Christian, but they don't read the Bible. They don't pray. They don't go to church. They didn't even do any of that, but they just said, oh, I'm a Christian. I was raised a Christian. I lo- I have a Christian family, but all their acts were of the world. So that says a lot. Mm.
1: Yes. You should know them by their fruits. <laughs>
0: <right>? Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
1: So I'm excited because to, you're the first other podcaster that I have met through, uh, um, you know, the I use Buzzsprout. I also met you on the other website. I was like, oh my gosh, another person who is more experienced than me doing podcasting, and a Christian It's so exciting because you know I met a lot of Christian businesswomen over the last eight months of doing my podcast they're all born again Christians they're CEOs they give back to the community they feed the homeless they do all these wonderful things and so that's what I try to show people there are women of faith out here and that's sort of what I focus on women of faith that are in business even if you're not in business you're a podcast you're do- you're doing a community service you're getting the word of God out and you're serving the community and God is using you. So that's really what my podcast um, is called Chat with Nessa because my mom passed in 2017 and my nickname is Nessa. (laughs) So I call it Chat with Nessa, but it's about investing in your future. But it's really about your spiritual future and how you give back to others.
0: Yeah. So tell us more about that. How did you get inspired to do your podcast?
1: You know, it felt... You know what? It wasn't even a thing where I was looking to do it. Um, example, I have an undergrad in communications from Oral Roberts University, but I worked in corporate for 20 years, not in my field of communications at all. I went to school to be a television producer and studied advertising but I worked behind the networks but never worked I worked in finance and advertising but I was like hey then I went 20 years in finance and corporate nothing to do with communication and last year during the pandemic is when my life totally took a total change my my full-time profession is insurance agent of the last four years after 20 years in corporate I got into insurance without looking to do podcasting and a good friend of mine who's also an insurance person Said, look, I saw your little Facebook chat show. Um, you know, I never thought about the, you know, I can teach you how to convert that to a podcast. I used to have three podcasts. I'm like, well, I've known you for two years. I didn't know. So sort of my Facebook uh, show chat with NASA, which is only on Facebook. The person just said, you know what? I'm going to teach you for free on a Saturday for two hours how to convert this audio into a podcast. And so the podcast started like a month after my little chat show started, and like. August, September last year. And so the podcast happened just by happen chance of a Christian friend who's also an insurance agent said, I don't have my podcast anymore, but I'm going to show you what I used to teach others and used to charge for that, but I'm going to show you for free. So God gave me favor when I wasn't even looking to do a podcast. I said, okay. And I literally learned how to convert it. It's mainly on SoundCloud. I have some, a few on Apple. I have to convert. I know how to convert them over and submit them to Apple, but then getting introduced to Buzzsprout and other, uh, uh, other websites through other Christians who I've interviewed on my show who have a podcast, it's been phenomenal. So it's just really something I wasn't looking to do, but during the pandemic, God just started opening these doors and networking with other women and meeting women who are all Christians in community service or doing something in the community for Christ or running Christian uh, businesses. So I said, you know what? And everybody refers all these people, or they're all just through networking and meetup groups, um, networking with other women i got into uh financial literacy last year too with teaching workshops that's something this new it's a link to insurance but i really leave insurance just about how to educate yourself in investing and it went from there and so it's just continuing and people i'm just amazed eight months later because not something i planned <laughs> it's just it happened and it's still going on
0: yeah. And God says he has a plan for us and it's so good that you obeyed him. Um, I know I find it like he has also a plan like for everyone. And I've noticed he's been pushing me in areas and like I just, mm. I just like give him complete and total trust. I'm like, I'm not going to push back. I'm going to obey because I know he's got me. But I know there are some people that are like, you know, in the Bible, like Jonah, you know, they he told him to go do something and he was like, Mm-mm, nope, not doing it. He went the opposite way. Um, so yeah, it's amazing because when you do obey God, he rewards you so much. And he also not only rewards you, but he helps you through it. He guides you. He gives you the wisdom that you need. Yeah. it's amazing. You just become so and much
1: push the He'll put people in your life too to help you. He, God uses people. And so, a person I've read recently who's a C, she had an advertising agency in Dallas. I met her because I got to speak on a national women's conference, and I was a financial literacy speaker. She was the minister who closed out the conference, and she then contacted me through another person and said, Look, God told me to um, help you out and uh, help you with you know your vision and God is saying you and I have been on the area of God you're saying God leads you God has something else he's been wanting me to do and pick back up since 2017 <laughs> a project and I'm not going to say what it is but I'm like okay God this is recent I'm going to be obedient the last 2 months I'm like okay I'm going to start working on this again because sometimes you you hear God say stuff and you do it then you stop and you get away from it because you get distracted and so Uh, this is another project I'm supposed to do. And so he used this lady I met, what, six weeks ago, two months ago, to say, look, and she's a minister. And she said, look, God gave, you know, took away, she, she had an advertising company. He took that away from her because she said, he said, you're supposed to focus on ministry. I told you years ago, and I gave you success in your field so you can you now do your ministry and help other women. And she came to me, so God will speak to you. And then when you say yes is when he'll open the door and provide. The provision for the vision that he gave you, because as long as you're disobedient and say no, like I did on this thing I'm supposed to be doing next, as long as you say no, you're sitting in disobedience. You know, you're supposed to do it. And you know, okay, God, when's the timing? He will let you know the timing. But as long as you say no, 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 he can't even grant you the favor that you need to open the door for your people to come into your life. He will even send people to help you. God will use other Christians to help you, and other people will come into your life because you're obedient.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. He's so good. Yes, yes,
1: yes, yes. Yeah.
0: So, where can your podcast be found? You said on SoundCloud and iTunes.
1: It's mainly it's mainly right now on SoundCloud because I know how it's. I have nineteen or twenty of them on SoundCloud. It's called Chat with Nessa. You can just type in Chat with Nessa. And you'll see uh, it's like 19 episodes. And again, I have to sit and convert them and submit them to Apple, which I know how to do. I think I got one or two on Apple. But SoundCloud right now is where they are. And I have a YouTube channel. My YouTube channel, everything is chat with NASA. Everything is. And this is the person who contacted me is an advertising executive at her own firm for 30 years in Um, Dallas, who now is in full-time ministry, who I met through that conference and said, God told me to help you. I spent 30 years teaching people how to brand themselves. God told me to help you and I charge you a dime for branding your chat with Nessa. I said, oh, okay, but you're supposed to be obedient and do this. And I know, and she didn't know anything about what God had told me years ago to do. And I started it and stopped when my mom passed in 2017. I put everything down and said, "Mm -hmm, I'm just going to sit and grieve. And I you're still grieving as a process. I still miss my mom. I put the project down in 2017 and then I lost my dad in 2019 and I really put it down. And she said, and she knew nothing about it, but she has a prophetic ministry. And she said, she said exactly what it was. She said, you put these two things down in 20 and you lost your parents because you're sort of still angry because you lost your parents back to back. And she checked me on, she said, you know, God knows it's okay. You, you got to talk to God if you're upset with God about something right and so so that's just it's just the beginning and so we're not to charge me anything I didn't ask for any of it this next phase she just said God told me to do this because you're supposed to you know do this 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 and you've been disobedient and this is a thing since 2017 I know God's been saying it four years later I'm told I'm working on it now and so It's just, you got to get out of your comfort zone and get obedient. Cause sometimes we don't want to do something because it's a leap of faith. I don't want to do that. Well, God said, if you do it, you know, I'll give you the vision for the provision, the provision for the vision that I give you. So it's just amazing because I just, I'm dumbfounded by the favor of God because that's all it is. God will give you favor.
0: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Well, thank you. Where can people find you other than on your podcast? Do you have other places?
1: Oh, well, you know, mainly Facebook is Vanessa Gilbert, but I'm the Vanessa Gilbert. There's a lot of Vanessa Gilberts, but I'm the Vanessa Gilbert. This is financial literacy, big bold um, letters with yellow behind my head because financial literacy is my full time passion, uh, what I do full time. uh, And then, uh, again, Vanessa Gilbert on LinkedIn. I really network a lot on LinkedIn um, and just the SoundCloud and the YouTube is in chat with Nessa. Again, chat with Nesta, you can't miss it. Chat with Nesta, invest in your future. But chat with Nesta, if you type it in SoundCloud, you'll pull up all of the episodes of the people I've had on.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast and sharing your story and talking about your podcast. I think it's awesome what you're doing.
1: And I'm looking forward to having you. on my podcast very soon within the next week because, you know, as a Christian, it's really phenomenal what you're doing and you have even more experience than me, which is exciting because I can always learn from someone else. And to me, the people I've met this past year since the pandemic started, it's just been, nothing but great. God has just put different Christian women of all generations in my life in some kind of way so I'm excited to a, get to know you and to have you on my podcast and to tell other people about your podcast who I know even here in the, you know, I live in a whole different part of the country in Maryland, D.C. area, they need to know about what you're doing as well. I believe in networking is the power as well networking is everything, fellowship and networking. So I'm excited to get people to your channel to see what you're doing as well so we can continue as Christians to get the word out yeah about absolutely. the word of God it's exciting what you do I think it's very phenomenal
0: yeah yeah I think God has done great things in our lives and yeah it's very exciting
1: thank you for having me and I'm looking forward to having you within this next week hopefully we're going to get this scheduled to have you as a guest so you can talk about your life and your testimony with Christ on my podcast
0: Yeah. Okay. Awesome. I can't wait. I will email you. Okay.
1: Okay. Thank you. And have a wonderful and blessed Friday on purpose. You too. God bless you. Okay. Thank you. Take care.
0: Thank you all so much for listening to the podcast today. I hope you enjoyed listening to Vanessa and I talk. I hope you learned something new. I hope you were inspired and I hope you check out her podcast.